0: Welcome back to the Fight for Good podcast. This holiday season, the Salvation Army invites everyone to love others beyond whatever hardships they may be facing. This Love Beyond the podcast series features our national leaders hosting conversations with friends of the Salvation Army who have stepped up in support of the campaign and their neighbors in need. Here's a conversation with Commissioner Hotter and HGTV's Ben and Aaron Napier. Thank you for inviting us on.
1: It's an absolute delight to be with you. Tell us about how the girls are doing. They
2: are, well, Helen started school, which, yeah, was an adjustment. It's
0: 4K, and it's three days a week until lunch. It's not not full-blown school. I wasn't ready yet. Yeah, she
2: goes for about three and a half hours, three days a week.
0: (laughs) But she's loving it, and uh, she has a cold all the time. Ever since she started school, she's had a cold, so that's um, what's going on in her world. And May is going to be 16 months old soon, and she's trying her best to talk. She has so many things she wants to say, and oh. not the words. She just doesn't have the words for.
2: Yeah, it. she can say you know can, a handful
0: of words. You do that. You do the sign language. No, but she sure is trying to. She is.
2: Look, so y'all will appreciate this. That the other day we had walked down uh, to the gate at our farm, and she had followed me, or she had. They all three of you had followed us, and she had on her mind that she was going to go through the gate and get on the highway, <laughs> and I kept like trying to, you know, shepherd on, her way, away. Come on, no, no. No, ma'am, let's go this way. And finally, like, I'd had enough of it, and I just picked her up. And she had a meltdown that lasted for 30 minutes. And just, then when
0: she finally oh, calmed down, when she, finally she got ca- a bottle of milk.
2: I gave her a milk, and Mama was sitting on the floor, cross-legged, and May sat in her lap, and she was holding her milk, and she took a sip of it, and she was watching me. I was sitting on the chair <laughs> across from them. And she was watching me, And she and she stood up, and she... Normally, when she does her talking, it's very loud, but she just went, da-da.
0: And then she said, mad, mad, mad.
2: She was mad, so mad mad, 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 mad. So that was the first, like, scolding I got from that one.
1: Oh, my goodness. Isn't it? Isn't it astonishing you you give birth to these children and you love them with all your heart and you know that you'd do anything for them and still they have occasion to get angry with you.
2: And <laughs> it, it just makes and no sense. And they do some
0: of that. Some finger pointing.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was How'd the like...
0: We laughed until we cried.
2: While she was doing it, oh. I was laughing at her and she was getting madder and madder. And,
3: <laughs> and there's more to come. Yeah, uh, I'm Many sure. Of that yeah, yet I'm to sure. come. Woo. Wait till they're teenagers. I can't uh, wait. No, it's gonna
2: be great.
3: <laughs> hey, did the um, apron fit Helen? I know that she was... We were wanting to make sure that she especially had one.
2: Yes, she, she yeah. did. She loves
3: to help me
0: cook. It is her, her current favorite thing. So thank you for the apron.
2: Yeah. Oh. Well,
3: we remembered that she liked donuts. Oh, yeah. yeah. Is that that true?
2: Yeah, so Saturday morning is Donut Day, and so tomorrow... Okay. They have donuts here, and I was telling uh, Ethan Frizzell that uh, he was asking me if I'd had the donuts, and I said, oh, yeah, I mean, they're they're from Garcia's, and Garcia's currently has a maple bacon donut, and so tomorrow we'll have donuts, and I will have the maple bacon. Oh, that's terrific. Well,
3: we were going to send her, with her apron, the donut-making kit, but the Army doesn't seem to be making it anymore. So we thought that that would be a, a cute combination to send. To oh her. man, yeah! If they start making it again, we'll make sure you get one. Well, when we make them at home, we just use Wapem biscuits, and maybe y'all don't know the canned
0: biscuits. You Wapem on the counter, and they pop open. Oh <laughs> and yes! put oh, yes. the hole oh, out of the middle logos. and you fry them. They're pretty good.
2: They're pretty good, yeah. So when uh, when y'all said that, the there was the coffee mug that's real colorful, and then it's got the yes. the army logo on it. And Helen claimed it as her painting mug, so that's her mm-hmm. what she puts water in and puts paintbrushes in. Oh, that's terrific!
3: So, so she's taking after you, Aaron, then in the arts. Both the
0: girls Are seem to know? be very creative. The baby May loves; she picks up a paintbrush and paints all the time, like all the time. And uh, Helen likes to draw now. So yeah, they they've got the daddy's creative too. They got the bug. Yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, that's fantastic. Have you been to uh I know the last time we were together, Ben, you talked a lot about going to Oxford. Have you been to
2: a game yet? I have not. Uh actually we were we were supposed to go up for uh here in a few weeks for a ball game. And then Helen's school schedule came out for that month, and it's you can probably understand like if we're going to make the effort to go and take the kids and all that, then it needs to be worth it. But her school schedule came out, and that Friday is Grandparents' Day, and she's really excited. And so if we, if we wait till after school to go, then we're going to be getting there after bedtime.
0: So we have missed yet another So we've missed,
2: trip. yeah. I did get to go, and um, we filmed an episode where me and uh, a friend of mine who's an author – built a a writing desk for the creative writing department. And so I got to go, we got to go to Oxford for that. And we got to go. Yeah,
0: for quick little
2: trips. Yeah, quick little trips. But um, no, we have not been to a ball game in quite some time. And we're the
0: national champions now. So that's sad. We didn't see a single one of those games in person, but
1: didn't see a single one. Well, tomorrow, Ole Miss plays uh, Georgia Tech, so that's going to be a good game. Yeah, yeah, a
2: bunch of people are going to, are leaving from here and going to Atlanta for it, which is, so I'm, I'm hoping. But it's my we'll daddy's it
0: birthday, so we're having a, a watch party for his birthday in oh. Laurel. Oh. oh,
1: that'll be wonderful. What a great celebration that'll be. Yeah. Well, in the course of the past year, you folks have been doing so many things. Hometown continues to be such a tremendously successful program uh, watched by millions of people every week. You continue to raise those two beautiful girls uh, who are blossoming in every way. And I know that there's another project that has recently come to the the fore and that
2: is a movie.
3: I am so excited to hear about this.
2: You've got to tell us about this. Okay, so when they presented us with the idea, we were like, "But we're not actors," and they—they're so <laughs> like,
0: "Don't worry, you'll be playing basically yourself with different names." Okay, so we did. Um, so I
2: play. Uh, what's my name?
0: Henry Wright. I play
2: Henry Wright.
0: <laughs> we're Henry and Sarah Wright.
2: Henry and Sarah Wright. Henry okay. and Sarah. Um, Sarah and I uh, own a furniture company together, and I'm a I'm an avid woodworker and an avid fisherman, mm. and. Um, yeah we're, we are we're not the stars of that which, which is you we're know supporting: We're a supporting cast member oh, yeah. and uh, the the stars were extremely talented people. They were gracious with us. They were very gracious with <laughs> yeah. us. Um, wow. but yeah it was so it was can, really when can we fun see to this? film It'll be uh, November 11th.
0: November 11th it'll come out on Discovery Plus on streaming so All right we're gonna you know what out. to expect? It's a Christmas movie. you know what to expect.
2: There's, I wonder if they'll end oh, up together. There's a love at the end. story. There's a love story. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, there's a
0: a cute small town. There
2: is a uh, uh, open mic night where Sarah and Henry perform. Sing God rest you merry gentlemen. Yep. Oh, anyway,
0: don't give everything away.
3: You just told our whole part in the movie. I think. It's Everything
2: we. Do. Oh, that'll well, be fantastic. Well, and if you're
3: in it, then I know it's squeaky clean and family friendly. So that's exciting.
2: Yeah, it was fun. It was fun to make. It's a good. The the crew was all great. It was.
3: We had
0: to wear Christmas sweaters in August in South Mississippi.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and, oh. and jackets oh. and coats. Like I uh, they asked for if we wanted wardrobe, and we said, You know, no, we've, we've
0: we have clothes.
2: I've got clothes. it's really hard to put me in <laughs> clothes, and um, I'll just you know wear some of mine. And so then they asked for pictures, and so I just sent pictures from hometown like when we were these are some in the things dead that of we winter. could wear. And they really liked there was one where I'm wearing a flannel shirt with a wool sweater over it. And so I wore that
0: <laughs> in August. It was 107 oh, degrees God. the day we filmed.
2: Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness!
1: Well, I, I want to know, Ben. Have you uh, written out your acceptance speech
2: for the award, the Academy Award, yet? I, you know, I'm, I'm think I'm just going to wing it. Mm. You I do? feel like that's what you would do. If you had the opportunity, you would just step up there and wing it. Because, you know, you don't expect to win, but if you did... You're honored. You're honored.
0: You're simply honored. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, in the midst of all these things that you're doing and, and all the activities that you have, uh, what continues to impress me is the degree to which you bring your faith into everything that you do. Amen. Uh, ben, your Twitter feed is something that I look at every single morning. Really? Because I every morning because it's nothing but scripture. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You when you uh, this morning it was Galatians 5:25. Yeah. We live yeah. by the Spirit. Let us walk by the Spirit. I look at it every single morning, and there are not a lot of people whose Twitter feed I look at every morning. So I, I have to begin by asking the two of you. Tell us more about your faith and how your faith is working into all these different dimensions
2: of your life. Uh, this is something we talked about earlier today, about how it's, you know, when you work in minute. like I feel like as Christians, um, as the church, a lot of times we put more emphasis on professional ministers, preachers, youth directors. Commissioners. Commissioners. Uh, <laughs> yeah. it, it's all... Uh, you know, we we think, oh, well, they're doing the real work. And so um, it's just, it's great to be able to be on this side of ministry and see, you know, even even TV stars can. um, Minister in
0: different ways. Yeah,
2: can be a part of the ministry.
0: Yeah, um, we get a lot of messages from people that tell us they can see our faith even if we don't talk about it. And that is... um, that's really lovely to hear because you wish you could say more about your faith when you have a public platform, and it often gets edited away. But um, it's so it's so lovely that people are still finding light and optimism and positivity, which for us comes from a relationship with Christ. But for them, it may be the first step to wanting to learn more about that and. So I feel lucky that that's what we get to do yeah. for a living every yeah. day.
1: That is, that is just tremendous. You know, in the Salvation Army this year and next, uh, the theme that we've adopted is love beyond. And the notion there is based on John 13, a passage in which uh, Jesus says that, uh, as I have loved you, so you must love one another. And of course, he gave everything for us. Uh, so when we go beyond the common conceptions of love and love people in ways that are above and beyond what they expect, it just overflows. And so what you're describing is a situation which just by the way you speak and the way you act and the way you carry yourselves, you're projecting a love that's going to attract people uh, to Christ.
3: But even in your show, I see every time we watch it that you love beyond. You always go above and beyond and make people feel special and um, uh, comfortable in their home. And that is just, that's loving beyond. So when when we think of you, we think of loving beyond.
2: Thank that's you incredible. You. Thank you. Thank
1: you. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Erin, you're, you're uh, what, I, what always strikes me about your ministry, and I'm gonna call it that because it's not just your participation, it's not just your leadership on the program or or your career, it's your ministry. Your attention to notions of beauty Mm. and grace, you take what the world would say is old, is uh, useless, should be torn down, and you bring to it a love and an attention to uh, uh, what it could be—that uh, really is very, very powerful. Uh, clearly, your relationship with art, therefore, in my mind, comes from with this comes from this association of beauty and grace and love that
2: is part of your faith. Would that be true?
0: Absolutely. Yeah. I mean,
2: it makes me think about what we just did th- because we. We so we we just finished revealing the family room at the shelter, but during it we asked them we asked the team, we're like, Do you mind if we go over to the Salvation Army thrift store and pick out some things that we can use in here? And, you know, it was like, oh uh, sure, yeah, go for it. And so, you know, we found an old desk and we found uh some artwork and Aaron really? implemented it into the room.
0: Well, yeah. Um I think anybody who's an artist, we are trying to in some way, if we're made in God's image, he's the ultimate artist, the greatest artist yeah. of, of all time. And yeah. so all believers, yeah. we are just trying to be, I mean, aren't Christian is a little Christ, right? We're trying to be a yeah. little like God and, and creating something that has beauty and something that has meaning. uh that's, yeah, I guess that is always the ultimate goal to reflect beauty and love and joy in the things that we do.
2: There was a musician who you wouldn't, uh, a musician that you wouldn't expect to talk about faith um, that a few years ago he did an interview and he's, he uh, had become a Christian and um, he, they asked him how, because his music had never been Christian music And they asked him how he arrived, how he came to Christ. And he said, anyone who is an artist or a creator is always trying to, or a creative is always trying to create beauty or make something beautiful. And he said, ultimately, like if you you pursue it long enough, you eventually find God and Christ in that, that there is no other, you know, that...
0: Source for creation. There
2: is no other source. And so... You eventually arrive at that, and there is no other answer. And so, um, yeah, that's.
0: I think the artists and doctors are closer to the process of, like, that's something we have a friend, um, the most beloved OBGYN in Laurel, and he talked with us once about how.
2: He wasn't going to be an OBGYN.
0: Yeah, but then he saw the miracle of a life created. And when you're so close to it, you cannot see that without knowing that God exists and he created everything with so much intent and yeah. love and purpose. And um, I feel like artists and doctors are probably both attuned to something there that maybe other people overlook. Yeah.
1: that That's a wonderful comparison. That's a wonderful comparison. Uh, y- you could even compare uh, when you look on the... Uh, um, the screen and you see uh, the child that is forming inside uh, uh, a woman. Uh, and compare that to the moment, Aaron, when you say, well, you see this house in front of you, let me show you what it could look like. And you opened up and the, the delight and the joy on the face. Uh, that's a yeah. very interesting comparison between doctors and artists. I like that very much.
3: I think you're probably gonna hear that in a sermon in the future. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'll use that again. Now, Ben, you, of course, with with your uh, gifts in terms of construction, uh, you go out and you find scrap pieces of wood and then turn them into something that is incredibly useful.
3: And beautiful. And
1: beautiful. I have a lot of scrap wood in my backyard,
2: Ben. I'd like to invite you to
1: come and uh, deal with it. Uh,
2: that sounds really good to me. Um, it's, fun, it's funny that we... Um, we so we've gotten more and more uh as woodworkers, you kind of start off like trying to make something trying to build something interesting and beautiful, and the same thing that we were talking about with art or music and um but me and uh, myself and the guys in my wood shop we are we find ourselves more and more trying to simplify what we're doing to showcase what, you know, God did in this piece of wood, like where you you start getting away from...
0: Stop staining it.
2: Stop. You stop staining it. You want to have the natural color. You don't want to paint it. You don't want to do anything you want. Just like basically, like we, we find ourselves holding up like pieces of wood and like, what would you do with this? Hang it on the wall. It's so beautiful. Like it's... Um, And so that's the that's the thing is like getting away from and then seeing what uh, how God changes things over time. Um, And that is that's the the thing that I talk about the most like when we're building something that we're using some wood that's we just recently built something and we had some wood that was pulled up out of a river and we don't know how long it was buried but it, wow. the the color had changed and you couldn't match it like we we were like we've got these you know five or six pieces we have to everything that will be visible on this piece of furniture has to come from this because it will there's no way that we can do what god and time have what god has done over time to this piece and so um that's the the biggest thing is uh, i find myself wanting simpler furniture that showcases mm. more beautiful pieces of wood.
1: Well, you know, that's so similar to what the army does. You know, we we, we people come to the Salvation Army uh, in despair, or they come and they're lonely. Uh, they come and they're in extremely difficult circumstances. And what we try to do is we try to say, look, God loves you so much that he sent his son for you. He cares about you. He knows everything about you. You are a beautiful creation of God. And so uh, at the Salvation Army, we're trying in a lot of ways to help them see how beautiful God views them as. Uh, and that, that they can serve him and live lives that are full and meaningful and have purpose and make a difference in the lives of other people. Just that moment of realization is one of the things that we really have enjoyed in our ministry because when that happens, so much follows from it.
3: Well, you know, I, yeah. I can't help but think, Aaron, of your candles um, and the fragrance of Christ I love the this. I think it is a Stockbridge candle that, Oh,
2: that's
3: is my, my favorite. favorite.
2: That's the yeah. favorite. You're
3: out that's of it, the by favorite. the way. You need to get more in stock. Believe Tell me, me about it. it. I've been trying to we order it. We just
2: found. <laughs> we just found three in the warehouse, and Aaron oh, took all I of them. them
0: up. They'll be back in a couple oh. weeks. Don't fret. Okay.
3: okay. It, it is all of my favorite, but the whole idea of just um, the aroma of home. And I know that when you took me through your store and how you you know, helped me walk through how you made each one and, and what it reminds you of, and Grandma on the porch, and um, even that part of your, of your art is a ministry, at least to us, mm. because those candles, it just, it makes you feel like you're, you, like a warm hug and like you're home, and uh, so anyway. Thank you for that well, mystery And it's, well it's uh
2: the, the candles is it's an overwhelming smell. You I mean like it, it they overtake a room. And uh, and that's the way you know grace is, is this all encompassing mm. overwhelming um, That's a
3: deep dive on a candle.
2: But I mean for real though. That it is. But Aaron you taught me Aaron,
3: Aaron you taught me about throw. And Erin, you taught me about throw when we were together, and I never even knew that before.
0: Now you're a candle expert.
3: I, I know you taught me a lot, um, but even I, I agree with your husband. I think the throw of you know that that Christian um, fragrance of Christ it it goes far and it lingers, and um, I think that's what all of us Christians well, that, need to be.
2: That's and um, back to what you were talking about uh, is that. It's that simple, you know, God loved you so much that he sent his son for you. That's all you need. Like that is, and it's such an over, you know, it, it covers everything. And I think that that's the hardest thing for people to, to see is like, you know, it, it, there is nothing that it doesn't, that it will not cover. And that is, that's hard for people, you know, they, when, when you're, I mean, we're a, a broken race and, uh, it's, you think it's really hard in the world. And I think that this is the, the most powerful thing that Satan and the world have is it's hard to look past what you've done, the wrongs that, you know, according to the world and, you know, the, the wrongs that you have done and, you know, how could you be forgiven for that? And you, you are.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, Mm -hmm. you know, Peter uh, wrote about that. You know, love covers a multitude of sins. It's all it's all washed uh, in the blood of Christ and made clean and made clean again. Well, you've been recently uh, working with the army. You have done some terrific work uh, at the shelter in Laurel. Tell us a little bit about that experience and uh, uh, what you think about the Army's work, both in Laurel and across the country.
0: Well, I had no idea. I knew they fed so many people every year, but that, no, I just saw the statistic that it's 33,000 meals were served Here. at this Salvation Army in Laurel, Mississippi. That is mind boggling. What if they hadn't? 33,000 meals would not have been served. That's unbelievable to think about. And you just don't think about a place like Laurel having that many people in need, but they are.
2: Well and and you and you I think that the the world looks at and you know, and here in America we look at, you know, people who need a shelter, people who, you know, don't have a home as, oh well they've made some bad decisions. Maybe they did and you know, maybe they didn't. Some maybe some of those decisions were made for them and then they spiraled from there. Um, but the hardest thing for us, and what we've talked about several times today, is seeing that family room. While we know that is a great thing for you know the community and for those families when they need it, like as parents, we can't see that without thinking. You know,
0: if I were in those shoes and I was here with Helen and May, how would that feel? And what what kind of environment? Would make it feel better. Yeah, and that's what we wanted to help with today. But just finding ways to make it feel more like a home. That was one thing less that uh, like a dorm.
2: the commissioner said at one point, and then um, the captain said, "You know, it's it's homey and hopeful." It is,
0: afterward. and it was all done with super budget. Goods and we worked with a local furniture store to see if they could help us get a a good deal on a really durable sofa and chair because we know it needs to hold up when kids are there. And um, we got a lot of things out of the Salvation Army family store. I just, uh, you don't have to have a lot of money to make a place feel softer and more welcoming, and that's what we wanted to help with.
2: Yeah, and that's the thing is it's not about it's not about money it's about you know how does it how does it feel there cuz you know i mean like my my parents didn't have a lot of money when i was growing up they're a minister's family and yeah. but it still felt like home my parents house always felt homey mm. for me and we always had you know that house and so i think that's the that was the big thing for us was seeing the amount of meals that are provided for people and then the fact that it is a shelter not just for homeless people, but for families. People, not and not just homeless, like families who are going through something really hard. And that was one thing that we've touched on a few times today. Like nobody, nobody wakes up and says, you know what? In six months, we're going to be in the Salvation Army shelter. We're going to be spending some nights there. That's, that's, right. you know what I mean? It's not someone's plan, you know, things happen, maybe you did make some bad choices. But those kids that are in there,
0: they didn't make any choices. They haven't
2: made any bad choices.
0: Yeah, and we want to make sure that um, any child who visits here feels like it's not such a big, scary, grown-up world. That they're there cozy places and they're places to be taken care of. So, Yeah, that was nice to get
3: to help Anywhere, with that. Yeah, and where they're loved.
2: Absolutely, yeah. and that was the other thing is we like we wanted people to when they come in there into that room to feel like someone cares enough to yeah. to freshen this up, and uh, and I mean and it's and it's such a one of the things we talked about was how this is a you know these are cinder block buildings and that is a good thing that says strength stability you know safety safety in a storm and you know so we didn't want to yeah. necessarily take away from that. We just wanted to warm it up a little bit, and uh, and then the other thing in the the coffee bar and the in the kitchen just I don't know makes it feel a little more um, something's up on this screen there we go got it uh, makes it feel a little more you know homey and hopeful yeah yeah
1: that's a great that's a great phrase to keep in mind and it's an important phrase to keep in mind as we approach Christmas. Now, there will be a lot of Salvationists across the country who are going to see this interview uh, as a part of their preparation for their own Christmas celebrations. Uh, you're very popular in the Salvation Army. I want you to know that. You Lots are loved. The, the <laughs> Army knows you very, very well. So what what message would you have for the Salvationists, the folks who are on the front line uh, helping the folks who come to us at Christmas time, whether it's children coming for toys, folks coming in out of the rain, uh, families that are trying to stay in their homes. Uh, What can you say to them today that you think will encourage Salvationists as they face this important season of the year?
2: Thank you.
0: Yeah, thank you so much. And I hope they always remember that God chose them for this position in this exact time in the history of the world to be the light. And that's a great big honor. And we see them and we appreciate it so much.
2: Yeah. And that was, uh, Aaron talked about how, you know, for both of us, the first idea of charity is the Salvation Army. Like, you, you know, you do the Angel Tree uh, kids. Yeah, you
0: grow up doing Angel Tree and...
2: Seeing you, the bell ringers um, that was the
0: first donation I ever made in my yeah. little life, you know, putting change in the bucket when I was a little girl. Asking
2: your parents, like when you go into the grocery store and your parents are checking out, asking them if you can have it was some Helen's change. Helen's first. It was our daughter's first. It was Helen's first? Oh. Wow. Yeah. I mean, she's she's always, you know, we always give at church on she Sunday tithes. morning.
0: She, she tithes.
2: She tithes. Yeah, she she asked <laughs> for cash out of We sent her with
0: some money, but um, this was her first uh, of her own volition. She said, can "I want to put some in that can bucket." Can I put
2: some money in that? She asked oh, what the bucket wow. was, and we explained it, and then she said, "Well, can I put some money in it?" And you know, sure, absolutely. So that is the. Uh,
0: it's an introduction from. I, I'm speaking for for both of us. That was our first introduction to how. There is a great big world out there that's bigger than yourself and you have the power to help somebody.
2: And y'all are the front lines You're the
0: front lines, yeah. You're the
1: ones teaching,
0: yeah.
1: Oh, that's very kind of you. But I tell you, we couldn't do it without the support that you folks uh, give to us in so many ways. I recall distinctly that you're both great bell ringers. So I hope you're going to be ringing the bell again this year.
2: (laughs) That's exactly right.
1: That's exactly right.
2: You, you're you this way.
1: No, you're that's right? true. I was this, but you, yeah, you see, right. you see, you, you had the better technique, I think, Ben. You had the better technique. Well, listen, folks. But- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, friends, before we let you go today, I'd like to just offer a word of prayer for uh, for the two of you, uh, and for Helen and May. Uh, with a big word of thanks from all of us at the Salvation Army for your friendship and your kindness, for your work in Laurel in support of the Salvation Army's work, uh, and uh, for the ministry that you have as Christians, as followers of Christ uh, across the country. Can I pray for you today? Please,
0: Please. We appreciate it.
1: Loving Heavenly Father, how I do thank you today for Ben and Aaron for the wonderful way, Lord, that you've raised them up. You have prepared them with your word, which is planted deep in their hearts. And Lord, you've given them an opportunity to share the power of that word through art, through carpentry and woodworking, through media, through parenthood, through the love that they have for one another and for the care that they show to their friends and family. Lord, all of these things flow from the power of the gospel itself. And so we all just join to thank you for your son Jesus Christ, given for us as a sacrifice for the world, knowing that that sacrifice has made it possible for us to be your children and to follow you and to Lord live lives that are full and meaningful and eternal. I ask your blessing upon Ben and Aaron as they continue to take steps into the future. I pray, Lord, for the movie, that that will again magnify the message of love and hope that they share. I pray, Father, that you will continue to provide them platforms such as this to share directly about their faith and about how it works into everything that they do. Lord, use us as your instruments May all that we do and say glorify your Son, Jesus Christ. And we pray it in his
2: name. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. Thank you so much.
2: Yes, really. Thank you. Tune
0: in for more of the Love Beyond the Podcast series and subscribe to Fight for Good wherever you listen to podcasts.